The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. Tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell that random stranger you just passed in the street or in your office hallway, football is back. Welcome to Football Full Circle here on this Wednesday, July 26th on the Sports Grid Radio Network. He is Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. Why I, why am I so excited for the idea that football has returned? Well, because at the end of day today, all 32 NFL organizations will have reported for training camp. Scott, a good majority of them showed up and reported to camp yesterday and with the Pittsburgh Steelers now included all 32 NFL clubs in training camp as of today. Football feels as though it has returned. Yep, yep. When you look at football lines, that's the first sign. Now, we've had those out for a little while, but uh, we're getting a little bit more than that. And believe it or not, Ben, first preseason game, NFL Hall of Fame game next next week. So not only do we have practice this week, we got, we got the Jets and Cleveland Browns next week. What is that, Wednesday, I guess it would be, two, or the third, one, two, three, Thursday. So, uh, yeah, uh, pretty soon we're going to have actual football to watch. It'll be a bunch of uh, third and fourth stringers that probably won't make the team, but that's okay. It'll be the Hall of Fame game just the same football nonetheless that is eight days away a week from tomorrow Thursday August 3rd currently the Cleveland Browns a slight favorite in the game against the New York Jets a total of 33 and a half in Canton Ohio for the Hall of Fame game Scott 32 NFL teams all in camp that includes the LA Chargers who showed up yesterday and when he walked through the halls maybe Justin Herbert the starting quarterback for the Bolts went right to the GM's office and signed a glamour new deal. In fact, the richest contract in the history of the National Football League on an annual average salary basis, Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers agreeing to a five-year contract extension worth $262.5 million that will pay Herbert $52.5 million annually. Scott setting a record once again this offseason for the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Never fails, right? And it never ends. Uh, no, no doubt that, although the Bengals are pretty cheap, but no doubt Joe Burrow now, he, you know, he won the staring war, if you will, with Herbert. Who was going to go first? That was the big talk because there, there's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind that Burrow will sign 
for more than $262.5 million. It just, it, it's just amazing. You know, I was looking at some of the stories. The Giants signed their left tackle, and, he, and uh, he's now the highest-paid offensive lineman. And all his stats say, well, he was second All-Pro, not first All-Pro. He was the 10th best at this, the 5th best at this. And I'm saying to myself, if he's not number one in all those categories, why are teams, in this case the Giants, giving him the most money then? And same thing with Herbert. I mean, listen, good quarterback, take him on your team, obviously, but has he won a Super Bowl? No. Has he been to a Super Bowl? No. Has he had postseason success? No. And yet no. you're going to make him the highest paid player like he's accomplished all these other things. I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. The sixth overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft does have the individual accolades. Scott, when you see the talent of Justin Herbert, it is hard to deny what he brings to the quarterback position. But overall team success, you bring up a fantastic point. And let's face it, the Chargers have been met with optimism virtually since Herbert was drafted in 2020, certainly the last two years. Finally getting to the postseason last year under Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, only to squander a 27-0 lead late in the first half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, the Jags coming back in a historic comeback effort in NFL postseason history in Duval County, super wild card weekend but Justin Herbert Scott since he took over as the starting quarterback for Tyrod Taylor during his rookie year in 2020 has thrown for more than 4,300 passing yards in each of his first three years a total of 14,089 passing yards the most by any quarterback in his first three NFL seasons in the history of the league he has 94 passing touchdowns second only behind Dan Marino you add in the eight rushing scores he has 102 in total that's the most ever by a single player in his first three years in the National Football League. The individual accolades are there, Scott, to justify making Justin Herbert your franchise quarterback four years to come and that large payday. And it's the record-setting deal, Scott, that outpaces Lamar Jackson, who outpaced Jalen Hurts. It was first Hurts that earned $51 million per year annually this offseason. And then Lamar Jackson, the five-year deal worth $260 million, outpaced that with 52 mil a year now herbert gets 262 and a half over five years 52 and a half million dollars per year scott yeah, yeah, I just don't understand, Ben, why these teams seem to be so eager to do these contracts. I mean, they had him under contract for not one, but two more years. And then theoretically, you could have franchised him. Now, it would cost a lot, but it's, it's costing a lot with the contract he just signed. So you had yeah. him realistically under your wing, if you will, for three years just to see, you know, is he really the greatest quarterback in the history of mankind? Like, we're going to pay him. Or does he have his limitations? Is he a Kirk Cousins or is he you know a, a Tom Brady or, or a Patrick Mahomes both value but you know one's a champion one's not I don't know why you wouldn't use those couple of more years to figure that out and then just pay him at the end you know when the answer is yes if he's going to be a great quarterback yeah, contracts and salaries and annual average value are on the up and up and up on a yearly basis in the NFL. It is worth noting, though, Scott, where Justin Herbert stands versus some of the other quarterbacks in the National Football League. We'll have that discussion here on FFC up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back live right here on FFC. Football is back. All 32 NFL teams are back, having reported the training camp by today. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the last to join the fold, but Pittsburgh is in camp as well. Scott, the big news yesterday, the contract extension, a record-setting deal, five years, $262.5 million, up to 218 mil guaranteed between the Chargers and Justin Herbert, 52.5 million dollars that annual average salary Scott making him the highest paid player in NFL history now you brought up a good point Herbert has the individual accolades Herbert has the individual records in terms of his first three years as a starting quarterback in the NFL but in terms of what actually matters postseason wins it's a goose egg. It's a flat-out zero. Only one playoff appearance under Brandon Staley with Justin Herbert as the starting quarterback for the Bolts. And again, as we said to start the show, the Chargers squandered and blew a 27-zip lead over the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's the next step, Scott. So we'll get to that in just a moment. But you said something about why not see what he has year number four. You pick up his fifth-year option. You keep him there. And if he does have the success, you sign him to the deal. You could keep him under contract virtually for the next three years without having to pay him that record-setting salary. Well, I think, Scott, we're seeing what is happening in the NFL because Justin Herbert probably saw Lamar Jackson get paid and said, yep, add it to my bank account. Lamar Jackson saw Jalen Hurts get paid and said, yep, add it to my bank account. Joe Burrow watches all of that and says, yep, I have the postseason pedigree. Add it to my bank account as well. So much so, Scott, that Justin Herbert is now the highest-paid player in the National Football League, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, who signed a 10-year contract extension with the Chiefs that paid him over $460 million, is now the eighth highest-paid quarterback, Scott, in the NFL entering 2023. Patrick Mahomes, a two-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, and Super Bowl MVP as well. Makes no sense, right? I don't understand 
why these GMs don't go to all these quarterbacks, whether you're Josh Allen, whether you're Justin Herbert, whether you're Joe Burrow, pick any young quarterback, Lamar Jackson, right, and say, listen, the respective GM, we love you. We, we, we drafted you. We love you. You're great. You're this. You're that. You're everything. But you're not Patrick Mahomes, okay? And Patrick Mahomes has a couple Super Bowl rings. He had another Super Bowl appearance. I mean, you, listen, you're, you're obviously not as good as him, right? Uh, and I think every quarterback would have to admit, yeah. We'd like to strive to be that good, but we're not there yet. Okay, so Mahomes is making $49 million, Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson and all the others. We're going to go from $49 million, and then we're going to negotiate down. We're not negotiating up because you are clearly not as good as Patrick Mahomes right now. And they may come back, Ben, and then say, well, but the, the, the structure in the NFL has changed over the last couple of years. There's more money in the salary cap. You know what? You're right, but we want to give that money to the other players. We're not going to give it to you just because we can. We're going to give you what you're worth. And if the best quarterback in the NFL is worth $49 million a year, then we're going to give you a 48.9 we're going to give you 49.89 we're giving you less all right because you're not as good as him and then if they just say well i'm not signing and in the case of the chargers you say all right don't sign you know what play for four million this year play for 20 million next year we'll franchise you the following year we, we have you for three more years and then if you want to start all over again three years from now we'll do that but here's the deal it's going to be less than 49 million dollars a year NFL team holds all the cards in this stuff at this point in these negotiations after only three years. I So I, I just, I don't know. This is the stuff, if you're Saquon Barkley and some of these running backs, Ben, that has got to irk them to no end, you know? He's getting his money. Everyone's getting their money except the, the bad running back, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a good point, Scott. I think the NFL organization, from a Chargers perspective, feels that now is the time to sign what could be considered at a certain point in the near future a franchise-friendly deal for Justin Herbert, right? And that if you have the opportunity now to keep him under contract, to show him his representation and your overall organization, this is our future. In this one quarterback, with all the pieces we have placed around him, it is our time to invest it is doing so projecting out Scott you're right though you're not wrong in thinking there could be some fault with not rewarding what has already been done so two thoughts for me Scott again it blows my mind that Patrick Mahomes is the eighth highest paid quarterback in 2023 in terms of annual average salary that Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson outpace Mahomes it also says to me Scott that Joe Burrow is sitting there and waiting and is going to sign a deal that if Herbert outpaced Lamar Jackson who got 52 mil annual and he has 52 and a half mil annual I don't think it's just an additional 500k for Joe Burrow I think he's probably closer to 54 or 55 million dollars per year Scott I think so too I think so too um, might be a little different uh, you know with, with the Brown family with the Bengals you know they, they're not known for throwing money around but then again either are the Chargers and they were able to do yeah. it so uh, I, I, I think that'll be you know 55 million maybe 60 million I know it's going to sound weird when I bring this up but if Otani and baseball uh, is going to get 60 million like I think he's going to get you know sometimes it equates to alright so the best player in uh, the uh, Major League Baseball is getting 60 million I'm the best player in the NFL and side of a homes I so I should get 55 60 million yeah um, yeah I, I think it's going to be more than just another half a million dollars 
it's going to be really interesting, Scott. And now it becomes, okay, here you are, LA. You have inked Justin Herbert to this five-year deal. You have made him the highest-paid player in the history of the National Football League. What do you got for me? Because the Chargers this year, Scott, enter 2023 after a playoff berth in a wild-card spot a season ago. They enter this upcoming season you would think still with at least that as the benchmark of expectation and now not just reaching the playoffs winning a playoff game holding on to a 27 nothing lead if that's how things go and maybe even making a deeper run to AFC title contention nine and a half Scott the win total for the Bolts this year the over has the juice at minus 128 now they have Justin Herbert inked for a very long time Scott what can the Chargers expect in 2023? Uh, I'm guessing, you know, they're going to progress and be a little bit better, right? You would think they didn't make the playoffs two years ago. They lose the last game of the regular season against the Raiders, right? They make the playoffs, but uh, the way they lost last year, they may have been better off not making the playoffs. Uh, but I'm guessing they're going to yeah. be a little bit better. But you, you wonder, Ben, how long, you know, how long is the window open? Point being, mm. little, little pop quiz for the listeners. Uh, listeners, tell me who... Rashi Rice, Richie James, Justin Watson, Sky Moore, and Valdez Scantling are. You know who those guys are? Uh, and then we'll throw in Kadarius Tony, but he's hurt. Those are your wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs. Correct. And I bring that up, Ben, because you have Mahomes making $45 million. There is no more, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill. There is, there is no more, uh, um, what's his face last year that was now with the New England Patriots. They're all they're all gone. You know, no more Hardman. Yeah. Because the quarterback has taken up all the money. You know, you, you do have, obviously, uh, Travis Kelsey, but that's the wide receiving core for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Back to the Chargers, you just, you know, they got these wide receivers under contract, but when it's their turn to get paid, same thing with the Bengals, you just wonder if you can afford, you know, those wide receivers that are pretty good. Yeah, it is a good point, Scott. I think the Chiefs also believe in their offensive system, as we saw, letting a guy like Tyreek Hill go in a big trade package. Schuster Smith feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Juju yeah, is now in New England, like you mentioned. To let one of those guys go to realize that if you in enter uh, Sky Moore, who actually had a disappointing rookie season, in my estimation, or a Kadarius Tony, they will be able to fill the void. And I would keep an eye on Rasheed Rice, the rookie wide receiver out of SMU. Whew! You think about a Chiefs wide receiver in the mold of a Tyreek Hill. Rasheed Rice, who finished top five in terms of receiving yards in college football last year, certainly fits that billing. Some more contract news, or lack thereof, around the National Football League up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back live right here on FFC. And Scott, the great thing about when training camp starts for all 32 teams around the National Football League, the headlines follow. We talked about the contract extension, historic record setting for Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers. And Scott, we focus now on a team that holds training camp in California to start, but plays in the state of Texas. That would be America's team, if you still coin them as such, the Dallas Cowboys. Two big things for the Cowboys as they showed up to camp yesterday. Trayvon Diggs, a five-year contract extension as well, worth $97 million. That makes him one of the highest-paid cornerbacks in all of the NFL. 17 career interceptions for Diggs, Scott, in his first three years in the NFL, highlighted by 11 in 2021. Had three picks a season ago in 2022. So he's there. He's happy. He's got his money. But Zach Martin, the best guard, one of the best interior offensive linemen in all of the NFL, not in training camp with Dallas, Scott. We brought the update a couple of weeks ago. He was unhappy with the Cowboys' unwillingness, if you will, to restructure his deal that he signed an extension a few years back that at the time made him the highest paid guard in the NFL. But now because of where the market has grown in the past two to three seasons, he is not compensated as the highest paid guard in the National Football League so he wants his deal restructured he is holding out as of right now Scott not reporting to Cowboys camp yeah you know it's funny Ben when these guys all get franchised they're all ticked off because it's only one year nothing's more guaranteed after that blah 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 we want security we want a three or four year deal you know then the, the guys they get the three four years deal uh, in year numbers three and four or four and five they all start complaining because they're no longer at the top of the rung because the salary structure has changed obviously as the league has grown and gotten more and more money and then they, they bitch and complain about that so you know which one is it NFL players do you want the one and two year contracts or do you want the four and five year deals if you want the four and five year deals well then there you go I mean that's life everything's going to be more and more expensive it's never going to go in reverse you know not not in our lifetime I don't I don't think so no. so those are the, the chances you take when you sign four and five year deals I mean it's got to be frustrating for these players because sometimes teams bend over backwards like the Chargers right we, we talked about it Chargers didn't have to sign the Herbert for a couple of more years Bengals the same thing with Burrow and some of these other guys as well sometimes they go the extra mile to, to help the player out and then other times they say nope letter of the law we got you under contract there because Zach so sorry you got to play under the contract you signed three years ago so yeah. It's a dicey situation, but it is kind of weird. You know, you're you're damned if you do with the franchise tag and damned if you don't if you don't give them a long-term deal. 
And the organization, Scott, sometimes try to have that foresight to ink a long-term contract extension before the market really truly shows that value. Again, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes, a 10-year extension when he still had two years left on his rookie deal for more than $460 million, which is an absurd amount of money over a decade to make. But now he's the high, eighth highest paid NFL quarterback in the league, and it seems like it's a discount to get Patrick Mahomes. But there is, and Mahomes already did this, Scott, a way to restructure your deal with your organization that does obviously compliment you for staying at the top of your game. And Zach Martin is that. Nine years in the National Football League, seven times a first-team All-Pro selection for the Cowboys. So good, Scott, as a guard on the offensive line. He finished runner-up his rookie campaign for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And outside of a couple of years ago when he dealt with injury, he's been consistent 14 or more games played and started for the Cowboys in eight of his nine years I believe so he has been the anchor of that offensive line for whoever is behind him Dak Prescott as his quarterback now Tony Pollard as the running back as well it's one of those things Scott right where it's the idea of respect it's the idea of negotiation it's the idea of value yes Zach Martin is under contract with the Cowboys having signed the extension but it's the restructuring adding a couple of more millions of dollars presumably in his pocket it's that kind of game Scott that they play within the NFL so the Cowboys are in camp out in Oxnard California Scott we talked about the Dallas Cowboys for a little bit of time here as well when you look around the NFL the Houston Texans inked their offensive line making it strong and solidified and there will be some conversations over the next couple of days about who is in camp and who is not Scott we talked a lot about Saquon Barkley yesterday he signed the short-term extension, one-year deal, up to $11 million in terms of if he is able to capitalize on incentives with a $2 million signing bonus that puts a couple of extra million dollars right up front in Saquon's pocket. What do you think Saquon taking that deal, Scott, does for Josh Jacobs, the other unsigned running back under the franchise tag tender for 2023? You know, you would think maybe it would open the door to him going back to the Raiders. I read yesterday where he was last seen on a plane flying out of Las Vegas, but maybe uh, this would open the door to say, okay, you know what? Obviously, you can't sign a two- or three- or four-year deal, but then compensate me and, and give me more money. Had a better year, slightly better. I mean, uh, the rushing yards and everything else than Barkley. So if Barkley got, uh, you know, up to $11 million, you know, can, can we work out a deal where I get 12 and then send us for, for a couple million more? Um, I was reading, by the way, about the Barkley incentives that not only does he have to meet those, you know, career highs, I read an article in, uh, I think it was Newsday or the Post today, where the Giants have to make the playoffs in order for those incentives to kick in as well. So it, chances are real good he's not getting those incentives. But at least it opens up the possibility for the Raiders and, and, uh, and Jacobs to uh, you know sit at the bargaining table and say, all right, we do have something to negotiate unlike where we thought before. And by the way, yeah. you know, back to the Houston Texans, Ben, for a second. I mean, yeah. it is amazing. I mean, the Houston Texans were the worst team in the NFL last year, right? And they have not one but two of the highest-paid offensive linemen in the NFL 
in Howard and Tunsil. So it's kind of yep. like, how is that possible, right? I mean, we're all told, you know, the games are won in the trenches. So if they have this supposed great offensive line, how did they only win two games last year? How, how have they been so bad if their offensive line is so great? Don't understand that. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I think the skill positions on the outside are certainly to blame for the Houston Texans. But Titus Howard, a three-year, $56 million deal that he agreed to with $36.5 million guaranteed yesterday, early this morning, I should say, the former first-round pick for Houston. He and Laramie Tunsil on either ends of the line. Laramie, the blind side. Titus Howard, the right side of that offensive line in the tackle spot, will be responsible for keeping C.J. Stroud upright this upcoming year. Scott, another offensive tackle inking a long-term contract extension. We talked about Saquon Barkley signing with the Giants earlier this morning. Left tackle Andrew Thomas in the Giants reached an agreement on a five-year, $117.5 million deal that includes an offensive line record of $67 million fully guaranteed at the signing. The former first-round pick Andrew Thomas is now in New York for a long time. So, Scott, those are long-term extensions for the Giants in multiple areas this offseason. Andrew Thomas, five years, 117.5 mil. Daniel Jones, of course, four years, 160 mil. Dexter Lawrence, the defensive tackle on the other side, four years, 90 mil. Not the long-term extension with Saquon Barkley, but the short-term extension. Joe Shane in his second NFL offseason as the general manager for Big Blue, making a lot of deals and signing a lot of guys to contracts, Scott. Yeah, and that brings expectations, right? You know, guys that he didn't draft, oh, by the way. You know, he's only been there the, the yeah. second year here. So these, these are guys from the previous regime that you'll see a lot of GMs come in and just clean those guys out as much as possible. But that is obviously not the case here. So expectations, right? I mean, this is going to be your team in New York Giant Van. You know, outside of maybe the wide receiver position, and they did make some changes. So hopefully those guys get a little bit better. But otherwise, you know, the quarterback is there. That's going to be your guy for the next four years. Running back is there. Your offensive line is set. Uh, you mentioned Lawrence. You know, stood on the defensive side of the ball. So they they need to improve on last year's team. And, and quite frankly, I just don't think they're going to do it. Seven and a half is the win total. The odds not overly optimistic either. Again, seven and a half, the win total for the New York Giants in 2023, following a nine-win season, following a playoff berth, following a road postseason victory in Minneapolis. It's the same win total, though, Scott, as we have said, as it was for New York entering Brian Dayball's rookie campaign as a head coach in 2022. We talked about the Houston Texans and their offensive linemen, Laramie Tunsil, Titus Howard, signing those long-term extensions. Really good news for the Texans. A day-two draft pick last year, Scott, 2022. John Mechie III, a wide receiver out of Alabama that dealt with Hodgkin's lymphoma and missed all of his rookie campaign, has been cleared to participate in training camp. That is what he is going to do. Speaking of good news from health perspective off the field, Scott, Demar Hamlin also taking the field for the Buffalo Bills at practice for the first time as the Bills got underway 
with training camp earlier today as well. So good news around the National Football League from that perspective. And finally, Scott, more extensions. The first extension that Ryan Poles as the GM of the Bears has signed, Cole Komet, the tight end, the trusty target for Justin Fields last season, a four-year deal, $50 million extension. Scott, we'll talk about all of that. Some more training camp reports on the other side of the break here on Football Full Circle. The guys in the National Football League are back at camp. So now that football has returned, it's about the expectation and the outlook for 2023. We'll talk about the Bears and the San Francisco 49ers got some good health news as well. That's up next here on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back live right here on FFC. It is football full circle as all 32 NFL teams have now reported to training camp. Scott, we talked about general manager Ryan Poles in his second year at the helm orchestrating the strings behind the scenes of the Chicago Bears organization, signing Cole Komet, the trusty tight end for Justin Fields a season ago to a five-year, $40 million contract, or four-year, excuse me, $50 million contract extension. Scott, this will be a very, very pivotal year for Justin Fields. Year number three in the National Football League. People highlight the fact he hasn't thrown for over 250 yards as a starting quarterback in the NFL. But last year, Scott led all the league in terms of rushing yards for a quarterback, 1,064. That's the second most in NFL history, only behind Lamar Jackson, when Lamar did it during his 2019 NFL MVP winning season. But it's not just the rushing ability, Scott, for Justin Fields. It's not the highlight plays he needs to make. It's showing that development as a true quarterback and playing the position in the NFL, being the face of the Bears franchise, and of course, leading Chicago to more than three wins in 2023. 
possibly. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think the, uh, the the running ability of him is is obviously clear. It, it's the passing, obviously, that that you have your question about. And I think people realize now that the, these running quarterbacks, not everybody's Lamar Jackson. You just you're eventually you're gonna get hurt. You you just you know you're bound to get hurt somewhere along the line. You're gonna have to prove, in the case of Justin Fields, that you could throw the football. You know, 2,200 yards last year, 19 or 18 and change the year before that. That that's just not gonna cut it because you you keep on scrambling around and running around like this guy does. And the same thing with uh, Daniel Jones. We talked a little bit yesterday with the Giants rushing for 700 yards. You're gonna get killed. You're not. You're just not gonna last. And I don't think you're gonna be successful. Time after time after time. Last year, when the Bears had the ball late in the game to either seal the deal or come back and win and he couldn't get it done or LeBear's offense to be fair couldn't get it done and they ended up losing those games um, you know he, he's going to have to take that next step and if, if he doesn't you know, after three years, do you start all over again? Does he show enough promise that you give him one more crack the following year? It's, it's a league division, rather, that it's, well, league two, that's a winnable division for sure. You can really be competitive this year, you would think, in the north. So, yeah, this is a big year. Uh, obviously, I mean, this is a big year for everybody, but this is a kind of a moment of show me or otherwise we got to probably turn the page for uh, the following year. Yeah, and listen, I'm a huge Justin Fields backer. I believe in his ability to be the face of a franchise at the quarterback spot in the National Football League. But Scott, frankly, if it's not this year, I'm going to look silly. I'm going to have to back off that take. It's why one of the first bets that I made this year was looking at Justin Fields in his passing yards prop. Yes, knowing the numbers have not been great for Fields in his first two years in the NFL, but he was sacked 55 times a season ago, tied for the most in the National Football League and knowing he didn't have the best resources around him. Chicago has made that investment, but I bet his over, Scott, of his regular season passing yards total, 277 uh, 2,775 and a half thinking to myself Scott if Justin Fields doesn't go over that number then maybe he's not the guy I thought he is and maybe he's not that franchise quarterback for this Bears team moving forward it would seem Scott that's a really low number that it's pretty easy for Fields to get over if he does take that leap that I anticipate in year number three how about nine or uh, eight wins too the over under is seven and a half you know, are they going to be, you know, they would, again, you'd have to go over that to show the world that you're actually a good football team and you're going to be the quarterback of the future there for the Bears. But they're going to go from three wins last year, three and 14 to eight and nine the following year. That's a big leap. That's a big, I, I like your over 27 and a half roughly passing yards, uh, 20, you know, 2,700 yards, more than yeah. I do the extra wins. I, you know, Hard to quarterback not to throw for 2,800 yards after you've been in the league, you know, three years. I, I think he'll get that. I don't know about getting eight wins, though. Yeah, it's interesting, right? When you look at the win total perspective, you would expect that if Justin Fields takes the leap, if the Bears as a group take the leap in an NFC North that at least according to the odds is a little bit more up in the air, they can get to eight wins. They can get to seven wins, but even getting to seven wins, Scott, staying under that win total, it's a stark improvement from a three-win football team a season ago. They won three of their first five games or whatever it was last year in 2023, and people thought, wow, this Bears team that had a win 
win total of five and a half. Maybe they're already overperforming on expectation. They finished with three wins. Scott, Justin Fields entering year number three. Brock Purdy entering year number two. A big, big bill of health in a positive way for San Francisco yesterday. Brock Purdy is going to be on a pitch count, so to say, Scott, as the San Francisco 49ers start training camp. But he has been fully medically cleared with that UCL injury that he suffered, of course, in the NFC Championship game against the Eagles and had surgery to repair this offseason. He is good to go from the start of camp for San Francisco. And by that kind of news that we got out, Scott, it makes it seem like Brock Purdy's the starting quarterback for this Niners team. Yeah, they've said that. I watched a little bit of the press conference yesterday, and uh, you know, John Lynch, the GM, he has said that before, that if he's healthy, he's the number one guy. You know, doesn't mean he necessarily is going to be that by the time we start the season, but he's starting training camp as the number one guy, which I, I find fascinating that they wouldn't at least say, yeah, it's a 50-50 competition. You know, Purdy with his injury, we're not too sure anyway. And we got Trey Lance. Obviously, we invested a lot in him, so we're going to go into this thing like Tampa Bay yesterday, uh, Todd Licht had said it's, it's going to be a 50-50 with, uh, um, yeah. with uh, Baker Mayfield and, and Kyle Trask. Why the Niners didn't at least do that, um, I guess I give them credit that they've picked somebody to say, okay, you're, you're going to at least start as the number one guy. But um, I am uh, interested to see how that all plays itself out. And, and you know, where, where's Trey Lance now? You, you talk about critical years. Yeah. I guess he could theoretically sit the bench again, no big deal. But, you know eventually he's got to play somewhere along the line right you would think so right scott or does he even have any value left in a potential trade market? it's an interesting yeah. yeah exactly but if here's what i'd say right if the niners aren't confident in the guy that they wanted to be that day one starter last year because he hasn't recovered fully from the ankle injury he hasn't really taken the reins to be their starting quarterback in front of the guy that was drafted with the last pick in the 2022 NFL draft that doesn't necessarily show the rest of the league hey this is a guy everybody should come <laughs> trade us a couple of picks for does it because they traded up for Trey Lance the thing that will always stand out to me in the Justin Fields conversation Scott is the idea that he fell all the way to 11 he was the fourth quarterback out of five taken in the first round in the first 15 picks it's the most QBs we've ever seen taken in the first five of the NFL draft dating back to at least 2,000. Trevor Lawrence was one. Zach Wilson was two. Trey Lance, the Niners moved up to to get number three overall. Fields, 11. And of course, Mac Jones, 15th overall to New England. A pivotal year for all five of those quarterbacks. But namely, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, at least, are the starters. Mac Jones as well. Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, Scott, seem like their NFL futures are very murky at this moment. Yeah, and it's so weird, Ben, in that you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was there already, right, and had success yeah. with San Francisco already. But they still made the move to go to Lance. They they seemingly pushed Jimmy G out to give the job to Lance, so they were willing to move Jimmy G, but they're not willing to move Brock Purdy for, for Trey Lance, right? I mean, the— Whatever you think of Brock Purdy, I mean, you got to admit, you know, uh, Jimmy uh, Grapple took him to a Super Bowl, for goodness sakes, and they were willing yeah. to move a Super Bowl quarterback, but they don't seem to be willing to move Brock Purdy along in order to give Trey Lance the starting job. So it's like, did, did 
Brock Purdy really showed that that much? Or did the, the, the little they've seen in Trey Lance open up some eyes and say, uh-oh, uh, this guy might not be the guy we thought he was? Yeah, I don't know, right? Is the belief now that Brock Purdy is the guy they hoped Trey Lance would be? Is Trey Lance just not good enough to the expectation and standard San Francisco holds? Scott, at this point last year, it was Trey Lance who was going to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G has played his final game in San Francisco, trying to figure yep. out when he would return from shoulder surgery to trade him away to somebody else. Because Trey Lance was seen as the guy to work with the offensive mastermind that is Kyle Shanahan to take this Niners offense with all the pieces, the talent they had, Debo Samuel, Brandon I. George Kittle, that he could take them to a level Jimmy Garoppolo never could. And now you add in Christian McCaffrey. Why wouldn't Trey Lance be that guy? Well, it seems as though, for whatever reason, he is faltering on expectation. And if that's the case, then it paints a very bleak future for Trey Lance in the NFL. Maybe somebody would take a chance on him for a day three pick, but you're losing a lot of value for a guy you traded up for to draft third overall in 2021. For Brock Purdy, though, Scott, big news for San Francisco. Now that you know, Scott, that Brock Purdy is healthy and ready to go from the start of camp, obviously on a pitch count, but still healthy and ready to go. Doesn't seem like there will be any hindrance in his right throwing elbow. Does it give you any more trust, any more faith, any more confidence in the San Francisco team that has the second best price to win the NFC title this upcoming year? Yeah, you know, they said yesterday, all right, he's 100% clear this, that, he's fine, he said, let's go, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the second breath, they were saying he's on a pitch count. And we were going to be cautious with him. He's only going to throw so many times. But he's okay, but we're going to be on it. You know, they, they yeah. kept on leaving that little uh, question mark as to whether he really is okay. So, uh, and don't forget, they brought in Sam Darnold, too. So, you got three guys there. You know, does that open the door for Trey Lance to be traded if Darnold does well in training camp? Um, I don't know. It, it's a weird... You know, when you win on defense, you're not throwing the football for 300 yards, no matter who the quarterback probably will be, right? It, it's just, I can see them struggling. I just, it, it's a weird, it might be the weirdest quarterback situation in, in recent memory of a team that's got realistic hopes of winning the Super Bowl. You know, it, it's so, no matter yeah. who wins, I, I could see Purdy coming back, right? We've seen one-hit wonders in the NFL with plenty of times, especially at the quarterback position, and, and teams just make adjustments or whatever, and, and all of a sudden Brock Purdy's not the, the superhero like he was last year, and then Trey Lance isn't any good. Now all of a sudden, you know, what do you have? A, a, your quarterback position, you're not going to win. So, yeah. Strange, strange Niners team to get a really a good feel for. It really is. And again, I've, I've made this point, Scott. I'll share the same here. I was skeptical of San Francisco being booked as a team that had one of the four best prices to win the NFC a season ago in the preseason. They were behind at the time, funny enough, the Bucks, the Rams, and the Packers. But still, I was skeptical of San Francisco because of the tumultuous quarterback situation. Now, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, but clearly the Niners could win with him. He had at that point, brought them to two of the last three NFC title games and, of course, a Super Bowl appearance against the Kansas City Chiefs. It wasn't because of Jimmy they were there, but it certainly was not in spite of his talent at the quarterback position. And I just said, listen, I don't know if Trey Lance is the guy. He's barely played any football. That statement still holds true. I just am not entirely sure what San Francisco brings, and yet Kyle Shanahan said, look at the rest of the roster, kid. I'll get him back to an NFC title game. 
and he did but it would feel like scott when you compare the teams that have the second best prices in each conference the niners only 70 cents behind the eagles in the nfc the bills a dollar behind the chiefs in the afc that when you compare the bills and the niners i have no questions about josh allen i have them about the niners quarterback situation we'll round out the show with a final training camp thought up next year on football full circle SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We're back live on Football Full Circle here for just a few more minutes as the NFL is back. All 32 teams have reported to training camp by today. It's a beautiful thing, Scott, around the National Football League. As this week gets underway, we start to see guys back on the practice field. We hear them speak to media after those practices. All that comes with it, Scott, what's one of your favorite things you look forward to that really helps you get in tune for this NFL upcoming season? Um, I, you know, it's been a little while, but I do enjoy, you know, the, the hard knocks and just seeing the camaraderie mm. of the players and the coaches and uh, going over some of the X's and O's, but some of the insights that you don't normally see on a weekend. Um, that would be one. I'm t- anything but the, the contract negotiations. I know this is when you do it. I, I get that. You don't get it during the season. So this is, you know, the month before because veterans really just don't want to show up this early. So they pretend they're holding out when they know that they have no repercussions so uh get, get rid of that stuff let, let me hear some play let me hear the optimism you know as a dolphin fan over the years it, it's been pretty mm. dismal but everyone's a super bowl champ in august so i've actually always enjoyed that yeah. and then bought into some of the hype so just uh, just the rhetoric around the nfl of all these teams thinking that they're going to be the greatest things in the world 
Tua Tungabailoa now, Scott, a full tattoo sleeve on his right arm. Of course, he is a lefty and not on that left arm. But we hope Tua has a clean bill of health here in 2023, unlike he was able to do in 2022. And what that could mean for the Dolphins, Scott, who, if Tua is healthy, I think they're a playoff team for sure. I think they're the second best team in their own division, even ahead of Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. One thing I look forward to, Scott, as we approach actual football, albeit the Hall of Fame game, we are one week away as of tomorrow. And after that, six weeks away from Thursday, September 7th, in the debut of the 2023 NFL regular season in Kansas City, the Chiefs and the Lions. It feels close. It is here. It's a beautiful thing. He's Scott Wetzel. I'm Ben Stevens. That does it for Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio today. But keep it locked right here. The Money Line is up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.